This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. Recorded at the Ontario House. The Stone Jug. Oh, did you see that video? What? The video I sent you the text. The YouTube video. I don't know. All right, Captain Shark of Thoughts. There's a new video up. Uh, you should watch it. It's on the Patreon page. It's on the Facebook page. There's links to it on uh, the YouTube, the Captain's Jug YouTube. Uh, so yeah, we put it around. It's funny. Uh, it's one of the little clips. We need. I need to do more. It takes a long time to get like two minutes done. <laughs> it's crazy. That's why, like, when you hear about when they made Avatar, it took like a decade to like do a guy's foot, and it took like a hundred animators to make a foot. Right. So it takes a while, but it's all for the people. Yep. It's all to entertain them. So there's a new thing. Uh, what's what's going on here? It's quiet. And Cap yeah. just woke up. Yep. I, I took a little snooze. I had a late dinner. Ate too much. Fell asleep. <laughs> but uh, I'm good now. Food coma. Yeah, a little bit of food coma there. And uh, yeah, uh, we had a great weekend. You guys played again. Yeah. And uh, it was a great show. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. Place was packed. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the music was great. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, it made sense. To people. Yeah, there. I don't know what that noise was. That wasn't us. No, <laughs> that was the new ice machine. We got a brand oh, new oh, ice shit, machine. The new ice machine. Yep, yep. That's oh. what it was. So the new ice machine. I was here until about nine o'clock in the morning after your show fixing the ice machine. Oh goddamn. Yeah, it was not uh, my favorite morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I got it going and uh, it's full and uh, that's great. Yeah, because I remember at one point in the night we needed ice. Yeah, it wasn't for a drink, and uh, they were like the old, there was one little block of ice we could get. Yeah, and like a dirty rag. So somebody's <laughs> infected out there. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it was a good time, man. It was. It was. Uh, it was unfortunate that we needed the last little bit of ice for that, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know, you mix alcohol and it's and, a uh, pirate ship. Yeah, what do you want. You can't get on the pirate ship without some pirate shit happening. That's right. Uh, we're, yeah, we're already discussing plans for the 420 show. Yeah. And, uh, that'll be full of fun little gimmicks and surprises and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, man, good stuff. It's amazing what? that the timing worked out that we're going to actually land, uh, on Saturday, on 420. Saturday. It's, yeah. it's perfect. It's, it's, it's a it's sign, fantastic. man. Yeah, right? It's a cosmic <laughs> sign. God damn. They're the worst. I remember watching, like... Like, you know, the advocacy for the legalization of marijuana is a very uh, uh, serious thing. And it's a thing that, you know, a lot of smart people are supportive of. Mm -hmm. But then I was watching a thing about it, and there were two kids at a rally with, like, big pot leaf costumes on. And, like, they just were idiots. <laughs> they were just like, this, shocked. You can't legislate our spirits, man. And it's like, shut up. You're not helping the cause. This is a serious thing we're trying to do here. Right. We need, like, lawyers and guys in suits. Yeah. You're making it worse. <laughs> yeah. So we're not going to do that. We're going to have a classy 420 party. We just lost a vote. Yeah. <laughs> making us all look stupid. Um, what else is going on at the jug, man? Well... There's a few things going on, but today I get this phone call. This, this is, I, I couldn't stop laughing forever, so I hope all of you think that this is as funny as I did. <laughs> My cousin uh, is uh, 
aspiring tattoo artist, and and he he's a a really good artist in in general, and uh, he is covered in tattoos. He's got sleeves and and uh, you know his ch- he just got a huge tattoo on his chest. Like he's, he's got everything. He's, it's all over the place. And uh, yeah, so you know. Well, he's been going through all these tattoos over the last 10 or 15 years. He's thought about, well, I'm already an artist. Maybe I should start to tattoo. So he's begun doing it. And through a recommendation from a guy that he went to uh, high school with 20 years ago, um, this guy came in and got a tattoo, and he's like, hey, I know this guy who wants some tattoos. He's looking for somebody. He's looking for a quote. He's like, should I have him give you a call? He says, yeah, have him give me a call. So, uh... He's like the guy calls and uh, and uh, the guy's gay, which you know my co- <laughs> my cousin he doesn't care obviously about that as no one should, but he wants a tattoo on each of his inner thighs of a boot print, what? a full size boot print on <laughs> each of the inside of each of his thighs, and my cousin's like, um, okay, yeah, I mean I can do it, you know, but. Uh, He's like, um, you know, can you send me a picture of, like, the boot print or whatever and, and just what size, you know? He's like... <laughs> <laughs> what size? <laughs> Ten and a half. <laughs> so he's like, I, I want size 12. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, on the inside of each uh, thigh. And he's like, and here he sends, sends him a picture because he wants to know how detailed it is, you know? And... Uh, Sends him the picture, so he gives him a quote. And uh, the guy's like, all right, I'll be in. So they set up a time, whatever. So the guy comes in, they meet, and uh, and my cousin's like, you're aware of how painful this is going to be, right? That's a very tender area. And yeah, right? Yeah. He's, so the guy, like, takes off his pants and, like, and uh, rolls up his sleeves, and he's like, look, man, I'm covered. He's like, this guy was covered in tattoos. Yeah. He's like, don't worry about me. And he's like, okay. So <clears throat> he sits down in the chair, and they begin the process. My bro- my cousin, uh, the first thing he has to do is shave the area, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he's shaving he's starting it. starting to feel kind of medical. And he's, like, looking, and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And, uh, and he's like, uh, and he, like, st- sits back for a second and uh, looks, like, at the guy. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, uh, nothing. And he's like, all right. Now, meanwhile, my cousin is like, is this fucking dude got a boner? (laughs) (laughs) So he's just like, he's like, I can't help it. I keep like glancing. Oh, no. Because sending the wrong signal. (laughs) Because he's like, I'm only like, my head is like one foot away from his cock. Yeah. So, and it looks like he's got a boner. (laughs) He's like, and then all of a sudden the dude goes, like slides his shorts up a little bit more. And... Uh, my cousin is like, is like, what the fuck? And he like pulls back again, and uh, the guy's like, oh, can you see that? It's a cock cage. What? <laughs> he's like, my cousin's like, excuse me. <laughs> so he's like, because I could see like some like metal, what appeared to be metal. He's like, yeah, that's my cock cage. And my cousin's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's saying it like like it's normal. Like it's, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I have a hearing aid. Like, Super matter of fact, <laughs> yeah. you know, like. It's a, co- you've never seen a cock cage before? <laughs> yeah. What are you staring at, goofball? It's just yeah. a cock cage. You are weird. <laughs> like he's wearing, yeah, like he's wearing a ball cap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's called a watch, <laughs> right? <laughs> so my cousin's like, "Oh, okay," and then he's like, "Oh no, check it out!" And he like fucking pulls his shorts to the at side. At that point, at that point, I'd be like, "Yeah, show me," because I'm fucking what? It, I'm and confused. He, and he pulls it out and he like shakes it around. <laughs> what is it? It's a cage, like a. So yeah, it's a cage that you put your cock through, and then your significant other locks it. And they keep the key. Like in Robin Hood Men in Tights, the chastity belt. Yes, it's exactly what it is. It's a chastity belt, but it's a cock cage. (laughs) So my cousin's like, just kind of looking at him like, uh, this is fucking weird. This is a thing? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, my boyfriend owns me. He's like, so whatever he says, I do. And this way I can't get an erection and cheat on him. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. You have no self-control at all. Apparently you need not. To put your dick in jail. You have to put <laughs> your cock in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never heard of such a thing. No. I mean, so my cousin is so just. It was like, like a little cage. Like it looked like his dick was a go-go dancer or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My cousin was like, dude. He's like, and then he like wiggled it around. He's like, had I known that we were gonna go through all this, I would have charged him at least a sixty-dollar wiggle fee. Yeah, yeah, you can't just be wiggling. Without, no. Yeah, should have been on the receipt. Wiggle fee. Wiggle fee, sixty bucks. Yeah, maybe like, that's understandable. So, so this other guy that that tattoos there, you know, um, my co- my cousin's relatively new, so like they'll come in and like you know just to check his work and and make sure that everything's you know up to par and going well. And he goes, so my buddy comes in and he's like. And he's just like looking and he's like, and like, you know, he knows that the guy's gay. Like he's, he's uh, flamboyantly gay, which is fine. But he strikes me as the guy who lives out loud. Yes. Yes. And and he just nobody cares about that. Like, no, nobody. That's the 10th thing that's going on with this guy. (laughs) Exactly. But he's like. He's like, hey, how's it going? And then he's like, I, you know, my cousin's like, I look up at him and he's like, kind of turning like red and like holding back obvious laughter. And he's like, he's like, yeah, everything's going good. You know, he continues to tattoo and the guy's like, you know, trying to tell him like something, but he can't stop like giggling and like laughing. And my cousin is just like, dude, I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And the guy's like, okay, you got it? All right, I'll be in the break room. (laughs) And he took off. So a few minutes later, I guess my cousin was like, hey, man, uh, do you want something to drink? I'm just going to take five. Uh, You know, they're about halfway through or whatever. So he's been at it for like, you know, an hour, hour and a half. It's about a three-hour project, this this tattoo. And uh, he's like, like, you know, whatever. Go go ahead. Uh, I'll take a water or whatever. I don't know. So my cousin goes in the back into the break room and like, his buddy is just back there, and he's like, dude, how's that going? And he's fucking laughing and laughing. And he's like, what's so fucking funny? And he's like, dude, did you notice that dude's got a fucking huge erection? <laughs> <laughs> My cousin's like, oh, that's not the half of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, you, that is no erection. <laughs> you wish he just had a huge erection. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? He's like, it's a cock cage. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to explain the entire thing to his coworker. Like, no, this guy doesn't have a boner for me. He can't get a boner. <laughs> no, he's not allowed. His dick is in jail. <laughs> Federal prison. It's locked down. 
Oh, I couldn't fucking believe it. So yeah, dude, that's I've never heard of such a thing. I've never heard of it either. I was like, I mean, I get the I get the the thing behind it. I get the point of it. I get the theory behind it. I mean, that guy must really be quite the. He just can't turn it off. (laughs) Like you get in a relationship with someone, there's like a level of trust there, and even he's like, look. I can't. You're gonna have to lock this thing up. You gotta muzzle my dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta like put. You have to put it in a little kennel. He said that he also he like took his shirt off and he said he had like the biggest nipples he's ever seen on a guy and they were like gumdrops. Wow. <laughs> like, and they each had like a little house arrest bracelet on. Them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but he's like so. If anyone I starts assume, rubbing it, it just starts. Boop, 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 boop. He's like, so I'm pretty sure that this guy, not only that, because he had said that they were like really into, uh, uh, you know, leather and whips and all kinds of shit like that. He's like, I'm pretty sure he hangs from ceilings as well. Yeah. By the nipples. Yeah. And I'm like, ow. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, because he's like, if you saw these nipples, dude, they were like folded over, hanging down. (laughs) I was like, oh my god. That's funny. Hey, man, whatever you got to do. Yeah, man, to each their own. It's just uh, I thought it was an amusing story that people would love to hear. (laughs) You know what's like, you know what's what proves that to be an amusing story is that when you first started talking about the boot prints on the inside of the thighs, I was like, oh, this is the weird thing. (laughs) (laughs) No. We kind of forgot about that. What is that about? Right. What is the boot print on the inside of the thigh? Is that a... I don't know. Position? How could you... Is that how you have to fuck someone with a cock cage? You gotta because someone. All right, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Someone had to break his dick out like Shawshank. <laughs> like Shawshank. <laughs> that guy's dick climbed through a river of shit <laughs> to another man's mouth. <laughs> oh God. All right, those those that's a taste of what just the premium episodes are going to be. I have there to you reel go. it back. I have to pull back on the stick sometimes. Well. Oh Jesus! Ew. I said taste and pull back. I can't stop the. Talk. Oh, no, the, the spiral's going. Term, stop, stop. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So someone's like Shawshank. They're trying to break his dick out. So they got to like, I just picture like, you know how like when you're starting a lawnmower and you got to put your foot on it and pull the thing? <laughs> like someone's got to put his, his boot on the thigh to try to pry right. the cage open. Yeah, I guess. That's just my assumption. I don't know. I'm not a very cultured man. <laughs> Neither am I, and I'll, I'll be honest, I hadn't even gotten that far into the thought process. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, I guess there that could just be two separate crazy things. This guy's fascinating. This guy is fascinating. We should yeah. have him on the show sometime. <laughs> really should. <laughs> I'll see if I can get his name and number. Yeah. That's, uh, well, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to call him? Because then the other guy's going to show up and put your dick in a cage. Not my dick. Yeah. That's really funny. So everybody just thinks this guy is like aroused because that's what I was like oh he's getting off on the pain from the yeah from the uh, from the tattooing right but no no that's really funny he's he's not able to get off well you heard it here first that's an option yes if anyone out there needs a cock cage I got a guy yeah (laughs) oh we could repurpose a bunch of old iron somewhere yeah yeah I got a tattoo guy and a cock cage guy yeah (laughs) so if you're out there looking for either of both or both of these things, 
just just log on to Captain Chugga Thoughts and uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll give you the information. That's what we're about, connecting people. <laughs> That's right. Putting people together. <laughs> 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 yeah, I heard that story. That was the first thing that I heard when I woke up this morning. It's a hell of a way to start the day. It was a hell of a way to start the day. So then I called my buddy Sean and I told him the story and he was having a really bad day because uh, he got a phone call as soon as he got to work this morning from his wife saying, there's water shooting out of the toilet. Oh, God, yeah. And uh, he said there were baby wipes and tampons Yeah, all over the place. Uh-huh. Here, this is an educational show as well. Stop yeah. doing that. Don't do that. Stop. <laughs> Throw them in the garbage. I don't care if the package says flushable. They're never, ever, no. never. No. No. Throw them in the garbage. Yeah. So everything backed up, including a bunch of sewage into his basement. Oh, dude. That's, so he was having these a are very hor- rough day. I have a, my basement is a studio. It's a rehearsal space. It's a studio. It's full of all of my most wonderful, expensive things. That's like the most horrifying thing in the world to me. Yeah. But that shit happens. It happened to my buddy too. Just like so whoever did a sump pump did it wrong, and it just started pissing water out. All oh over my the place. god. I, uh, yeah, there's something you, I'm, see, like, you know how when we tell stories, you bring up a story and then it kind of reminds me of a story. Yeah, my sure. Sto- the cock cage one, I'm drawing a blank. I can't think. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't oh, have a backup story like, on the cock cage? Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of the time. <laughs> no. Just, it really is just kind of, I'm stumped. You there's stumped no jailhouse me. vagina out there? No. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like a vagina behind glass. Like right. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> Tricked you. Can't get in. What did this thing do? <laughs> they got to put a mask on it and wheel it around? Yeah. Uh. It's just a piece of glass. So you can see it, and you're like, yeah, you're super excited, but bink, bink, yeah. and just keep hitting the glass. <laughs> I can't get in. <laughs> so, but my cousin, or I'm sorry, my friend, though, uh, absolutely loved the story, and he's like, dude, thank you so much for brightening up my day. Yeah. Because this was about the worst day I've had in about six months. <laughs> and then he's like, you know what? Just a little water. Some damage to things, you know, got to redo, you know, drywalls got to be redone or whatever. Yeah. But at least my penis is not in a cage. <laughs> exactly. That I really... can use it whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing the cage is half full. <laughs> Some people see the cock cage is half full. Yep. Some people see it as half empty. Some people say, holy shit, there's a cage on my dick. This is bad. That's what I would say. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, good stuff right there. So, great material. Uh, thanks, Cuz. I appreciate it. Uh, g- good material for the show. <laughs> he even said, he goes, there's a little fodder for, <laughs> for the Captain Chuck. Yeah, for real. I go, I'm using that tonight. He's like, really? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you called me and you're like, I got it. Eureka. <laughs> I did. I go, hey, Therm, cock cage. He's like, excuse me? <laughs> I'm like, I got something for the show tonight. Just remember, I'm like, I'm not going to go into any detail. No. But it's a uh, cock cage. He's like, um, okay. <laughs> it's it's causing, it's it's giving me more questions than answers. I'm still, <laughs> there's got to be something with the footprint and the cage has to go together somehow. I don't know if they do. I don't know, man. <laughs> just, I mean, I agree. There are more questions than answers. <laughs> but um, I don't know that, that they have anything to do with each other. That's so funny. <laughs> well, now it's, now we know. 
So now I can't wait to be in a room when someone else learns about this. So I can be like, wait, you never seen a cock cage before? Yeah, what the hell? Read a book, man. Seriously, what the hell's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> never heard of a cock cage. <laughs> you hear this guy? Uneducated edu- motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <You're> cultureless. <laughs> That's uh, really funny. What? Can he pee? It's got to have like a hole in it. Yeah. What if he can pee and do other things that come out? Ah, that's a good point. I mean, is it... Like no one can touch it. Like they got to... Yeah, but I think that it's like... like, I think it's like tight. So like, you know, I mean, obviously when you get an erection, your dick expands, which would be extremely painful is what I'm thinking. It's like when you freeze (laughs) something and you need to like give it extra room in the thing or it'll blow up. Like we had those bottles of water in the front room and they froze. (laughs) And they like exploded. Right. So yeah. So your dickhead will pop off if you. But doesn't he want it to explode? <laughs> That's not the whole point. <laughs> this, we need help here. <laughs> We're lost. We're lost. This whole thing has us both very confused. <laughs> All three of us. But it's like you have to bake his dick a cake with a file in it. <laughs> <laughs> so how about that carrot cake? <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. Oh, man, that's great. All right, yeah. I can't, there's nothing to follow that. Cock Cage. Uh, Captain's Drug of Thoughts. We'll take a quick break. Please keep keep listening, keep watching. Watch, the, uh, watch that video, too. It's <laughs> funny. It's good stuff. This is the Captain's Drug of Thoughts podcast. Recorded at the Ontario House. The Stone Jug. Hey, how you doing? Uh, if you love the show, Captain's Drug, who doesn't? You can help us. You can help support us. You can help us get the word out there. You can go to patreon.com backslash captain's jug. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash captain's jug. You can hit the follow button. It's free. And you'll get updates every time we put up a new episode or a video. You'll be the first to know. Just click a follow on the Patreon. You can also help us by going to the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast page on Facebook. Click the like button. Click the share button. Share it with your friends. Leave a comment about your favorite episodes, topics you would like us to discuss in the future, or you could just tell us we suck. Any comment, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. We'll start the dialogue. We'll have the conversation. That's what they want us to do these days. Uh, we're lazy, so be a part of the show and help us grow this thing. Captain's Jug of Thoughts. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. Yo, yo, yo. That's the ice machine again. The ice machine is, yeah, it's there. It's like a kitty. This is the... It just turns off. I, you don't really notice it until it's gone. Right. It's, it's purring <laughs> like a kitty. Like, you have, like, a classic car now. You're all proud of it. Like, yep. Exactly. Dude, that's great. Uh, our ice machine at our house makes way too much goddamn ice. Well, you know, it's I wish just, I would have known that last week when we were buying we bags at the store. Been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could. It, uh, you open the freezer and, like, all these ice trunks fall out. And then oh, the really? cats start smacking them around and then there's little puddles all around the house. <laughs> It's a real annoying sequence of events. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a little annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really, like, there was something earlier. I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring that up on the show tonight. After Cock Cage, I just, I'm, I'm blank. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah. yeah. The Cock Cage will get you every time. <laughs> yeah. But why? I, we should. That's funny. You tell someone that. It's like you tell them a secret of the universe that just 
fucks their whole head up. Right. For the rest of the night, they're like, but why? <laughs> but why? You didn't meditate. That's what the Buddha was thinking about when he was meditating. He <laughs> saw an ancient bamboo cage and it was just sad. I have to sit under a tree for 30 years and think about this. Trying to figure out what the hell this is about. Oh, we were going to talk about uh, last time we did a show, we were going to talk about that Kurt and Courtney documentary. Oh, that's right. Dude, because I, I watched it, and I don't know. I was like, I don't know if anyone else has ever seen this. And then you brought it up that you watched it. I was like, oh, let's talk about that next time. <laughs> it's a documentary that was made by this British guy. Yep. About, and it was made in like 97 or 98, about the death of Kurt Cobain and whether or not Courtney killed him. Yeah, I, I'd never even heard of it before, so I was shocked that it was that old. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, yeah. Anyway, go on. Well, you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I think I've read enough about Kurt Cobain to not be surprised that he would do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was kind of a moody guy. That's right. what made him so, Jesus, that's what made him so brilliant. It's the ghost. It's the ghost of Kurt. Um, but, he, okay, so this guy makes this documentary, so you're watching it, and he says he's with the BBC. But as this documentary progresses, you start to get, you're like... Is this guy full of shit? Right. Is he like? Is this a Christopher Guest movie, like a Spinal Tap or something? Like, right. Right. The first thing I noticed was he has some sound equipment that cannot be anywhere after 1973. <laughs> 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 like it's this big goofy microphone and this giant tape thing around his shoulder. Yep. And that's what I'm like. Is it the BBC? <laughs> is the budget of the BBC in 1997? Right. And like, I don't know, man. Like, what did you pick up on any of that? That it was like, like the movie became not about Kurt and Courtney. It became about this guy making this movie. That to guy me, and well, that guy and Courtney's father too. Like yeah, was that really her dad? The I whole don't time know. I'm watching this, exactly. Like, you don't believe it. You're like, I think that's just some guy. <laughs> I know. I really felt like I, I feel like you're totally right. And I felt like this can't be her fucking father. Like, you know, I mean, he basically was like, Courtney did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really was like, I was like, man, he's like, just, he's trying to hang her. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you're like, I, the fact that neither, we've never heard about this. Like, right. Were the cops called at any, you know, like, uh, that's what makes you think it's not real. Right. But this dude, he's British. He's narrating it. And like this, there's these moments that happen. That are so funny that by the like the fourth time something like this happened, I was like, this has to be a joke. Yeah. He would set up something and like, okay, the first one is he goes to Kurt's aunt's house. Yep. Who she's like this Christian lady with like big crazy eighties hair. Yeah, yeah. And uh she's got all this old like recording equipment and shit, and like we all know someone like this. It's so funny. <laughs> But she has some tapes of some stuff Kurt made when he was a teenager. Right. And the voiceover is like, never before have these tapes been heard. This is Kurt Cobain music the world has never heard. And she goes to click play and then he goes, unfortunately, Courtney would not allow us to use this music. Yeah. So here's a song by some other band. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, then why would you even put it in there? Yeah. And then they and set and it then, up so hard. Yeah. And then they go to like Courtney's ex-boyfriend who used to be like a punk rock guy or something like that. Yeah. Like that guy. I don't know. I was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah, they just... And, well, Kurt and Courtney were junkies. Yeah. So they, like, towards that, you know, he, they were hanging out with a lot of skeevy people, even though they're these famous millionaire rock stars. Right. They're hanging out with a 
lot of skeevy people. Sure. All these people will sign a, a release and do an interview for 200 bucks. Right, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> so this guy met a ton of people who were like, this is Kurt's best friend. And Kurt would see him and be like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> right. So, yeah, they interview a lot of people like that. They interview this other guy. What was his name? Ah, uh, L... Some that weird guy who said that Courtney offered him money to do it. Oh yeah, he was like some crazy hardcore punk rocker dude. Right, who like lived out on a farm and like they made him out to be this scary dude. And I, I don't know. It was just it just didn't really hold a lot of weight. No, it sure didn't. It just seemed like this is some lunatic guy who could you know I don't know. But the whole thing, and he's trying to get. Uh, contact with Courtney. They want to go to Courtney and confront her. Right. And so they do all this stuff. The first time he deals with these private eye guys or these spy guys, just a couple of fucking dorks with a bunch of cameras. Right. And they're plotting to go to her recording studio where she's working with Hole. They're rehearsing for a tour and it's a closed environment. So they're going to break in as electricians or as some delivery guys and they're going to go in and confront her on camera. So these guys get into this building and it's following them. It's all shaky going down the hallway. And it's like, we're in, we're in, let's do this. And they go, and then it goes black. And he goes, unfortunately, the camera's battery died right before. And you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I think they were just running around some building. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> there was nobody chasing them. None of this is real. No. And then, I mean, dude, like that's the, then the, the thing becomes about this guy and talking about, and then there's a phone call he has. Where, like, you know when you can tell that they're not really talking? Yeah. Like, even on this show, we're just talking. So there's a lot of ums and ahs and stammering and sentences that you have to work out in real time. Yep. He's on the phone, and it's like a perfectly scripted conversation. And you can hear everything the guy says clearly. Kind of sounds like it's just audio that he recorded into his shitty audio gear that he carries around the whole time. And then just put a phone filter on it. Right. <laughs> and, like, it was just a fake conversation. He's on the phone, and it, there's no way that was a real conversation. It was mm -hmm. a fake conversation with someone at the BBC, quote unquote. Right, exactly. I don't know this whole. So I don't. She might have done it. I really don't know. This whole thing was about this guy. Yeah. And what a goofy movie this was. Right. And they get to Courtney's like premiere, like she's doing some movie premiere, and she's doing the red carpet. Oh shit! I totally forgot. They go to that event, some Hollywood event. Yeah, yeah. Because by now, she's been in The People vs. Larry Flint. She's uh, like a known actress. She's a good actress. And she's clean. She's clean, yeah. She's all Hollywood and glamour now. Right. So she does this, uh, what the hell was it? Some event, some Hollywood fundraising thing. I don't know, but she wasn't she uh, like the guest speaker or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. She was there, and, and it would look like a big award show. And the guy gets on stage. This yeah. was the one part that I was like, okay, all right, some balls. <laughs> that really happened. He's really on stage. Yeah. <laughs> he was really on stage. Yeah. Like, if he said, like, I did it, but the camera broke, you know, then you didn't believe him. But you're like, okay. He really got up there and started saying, I, I don't even know what the, I don't, I don't know if he said Kurt, Courtney did it, but he brought up the investigation. I don't know. I forgot what he said. I should have pulled some clips. He said like, it was, like, funny how they could... Um, Give an award to somebody who basically he said it was funny how they could give an award to somebody who is a former junkie and blah 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 blah. Like it was, really? it was just ugh. it was fucked up. Like it what was does really, that do? And then the security came and got him. Yeah, <laughs> they should. 
as they should. <laughs> there was one part where he's working with those other two guys, the other two spy, the spy kids. <laughs> um, and they get to, like, Courtney's going around doing press. They're pretending to be members of the press. Yep. And she finally comes around. They have Courtney on camera with a microphone in her face. Yep. And the guy said something about the whole rehearsal. Like, oh, we heard a little bit the other day. And she's like, well, you weren't supposed to be there. Yeah. How did you get in there? Right. You're, you you know, and she's kind of smiling at him. Now she's looking at the guy like side-eyed. Yeah. It's like something weird. And then he asked her something. Oh, are you guys going to play a lot of new material on the tour? She's like, yes, yes. I, oh, we're great. We got some great stuff. And then she walked away. Yeah. Like, that was your moment. And all the other guys are like, dude, what the fuck? And the guy, like, that classic look of, like, like he didn't really know what to do he just pushed out but he didn't want to admit it yeah he's like oh did you guys want me to do that now right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <They're> like yes <laughs> this was the moment the whole point of this is to confront her <laughs> oh oh you wanted me to oh okay uh-huh. all right i thought oh. you were gonna do it <laughs> oh my bad my bad all right, a little miscommunicado there. Okay. Yeah. And then we were just warming up to it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were going to do it on our third interview with her. Yeah. Since we can never get one. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And then they're like, I can't believe she blocked all the use of Nirvana's music in this movie where we get on stage and call her a junkie and try to follow her around. <laughs> say she killed her husband. <laughs> yeah, so so strange that she would uh, block that. Yeah. It's, uh, Yeah. Was it, did she do that interview too? Uh, on, did they show that interview on, on? Oh, when she was on like Diane Sawyer. Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she kept threatening to leave the. Yeah. And he's like, "This is where we thought that we lost her." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she came back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just those talk like you. You see so many of those with like Netflix now. Like Netflix is ninety nine point nine percent crazy shit I've never even heard of, and then like one movie I want to see. Yep. Uh, but there's those documentaries that are like you read it and you're like, oh my god! Like every single one about UFOs is like, <laughs> this is the one, huh? <laughs> all those other ones, all the millions of other ones are dumb, but no, this is the one. And you watch them, dude. They're so funny. Like I, that's why those fake mockumentaries are, are so brilliant because it's. It's not that far off <laughs> from the truth. These goofy characters. Did you ever see the Grizzly Man? No, dude. That's a that's the best. That's the crumb. That's the Godfather of hilariously shitty documentaries. Yeah, it's well done. I think Warner Herzog did it. It's well done. It's about this guy named Timothy Treadwell. Okay. Who goes out in the woods of Alaska and lives with bears, which okay. sounds super badass. But this dude looks like one of the Beach Boys. He's got this goofy blonde haircut, and he's so obviously the type of guy who would put his dick in a cage and get a tattoo (laughs) of a boot print. (laughs) That's so clearly what's going on, and he's running away from all of that and going and living amongst the bears, and he thinks they're his friends, and he names them, like Mr. Fluffy Bear, and I can't remember what else, but like they're his friends, and he starts this little story between them, and he studies them, and he filmed all of it, and this guy was just nuts. Is he, like, actually with the bears, like, petting the bears and stuff? He would get way too close to the bears. Okay. And, like, you could see the bears, like, in the river, and it's, like, 20 yards behind him. And he's out there by himself, and he's filming. He's like, today, Mr. Mr. Berryface 
is uh, is hating some salmon. The salmon's been very good lately, and it's like <laughs> this dude doesn't know a goddamn thing about bears. <laughs> <laughs> he's just out there doing like a reality show, like how Andy Cohen took the Dressbird Housewives and like made it a reality show. That's what he's doing with these bears. Oh my god! And you can see the bears looking at him like. Am I going to eat this dude? Yeah. But it's like, wait. Is that food? Even the bear is like, no, something's not right here. <laughs> <laughs> I better not eat him. <laughs> but he got some awesome footage. Like, there's a bear fight where the bears just are, are going at it like crazy. It's pretty fucking nuts, oh, That's man. awesome. And one of the bears just takes a shit in the middle of the fight. It's really funny. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. <laughs> um, but uh, the documentary. Like, <laughs> right in the middle of the fight. He must have been really yeah. scared. Yeah. I guess. I didn't know. Does a bear shit during a fight? Instead of is a bear shit in the woods, say does a bear shit during the fight. <laughs> right. That's the new one. That's the new one. Uh, but does a bear shit in the river during a fight? Everybody it in does. this documentary is weirder than the next. Like, there was a coroner. Okay, shit, sorry, spoilers. Dude got eaten by a bear. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's out there with this girl. <laughs> shit, spoilers. Because I said Dude the coroner. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Dude got eaten by a bear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shocking, I know. This guy with who's literally like Winnie the Pooh is his bear knowledge. He probably had a little red shirt he was trying to put on one of the bears. <laughs> Tried to make it and a little pig friends, and the bear just destroyed the pig. <laughs> Um, the coroner is this, this goofy guy who doesn't blink at all, and he just is super creepy. It's, they all seem like characters. But, yeah, he was out there with this girl, and there was a bear who was, like, just real nasty. And the uh, the something with the feet, we need, this is why we need, uh, we need nature expert. We need Red Ruckus nature expert. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, something with, like, the bears weren't getting enough food. There wasn't enough salmon or whatever. So this bear's hungry, and he's finally like, all right, I'm going to eat this little dude. Right. And he was with some girl, too. Because he had girlfriends his whole life, but just never seemed to work out. Uh-huh. I'm shocked. So he ran off with the bears. <laughs> and there's one time where there's he's, like, friends with these fox. He, like, starts hanging out around these fox, and one of them takes his hat and runs into the fox den, and he freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this show? What, what is it? It's called The Grizzly Man. Okay. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so great. It's on Netflix? It might be. It, it comes on and off. It's been around for years. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Dude, it's so great, because it's so not about bears anymore. <laughs> it's just about this guy. Like, um... And then this fox takes his hat and runs into the foxhole with his hat. And I guess it's like his, he's had this hat for 20 years. So he starts freaking out and yelling at the fox. <laughs> the fox's name is Ghost. So he's yelling, Ghost, God damn it, give me that hat. <laughs> it's, oh, dude, it is shit. great. Ghost, I, give me that yeah, hat. Highly recommend The Grizzly Man. All right. Well, I'll check it out. Or I'll attempt to anyway. <laughs> yeah. No promises. No. <laughs> oh yeah No this is worth it I usually yeah I hate when people are like Oh you gotta check out this show There's only There's 27 seasons Each episode is two and a half hours long Check it out And report back to me <laughs> It's like I don't wanna do that at all <laughs> That is a long homework project Yeah So uh, That's pretty funny I'll have to I'll definitely uh, Have to look into that And uh, check out uh, Fox the Ghost And uh, Barry Fish the Bear yeah, I can't remember what some of their names were. They were so goddamn stupid. <laughs> I, I would imagine that they were. It's like, dude, that's like 
the deadliest thing in the world, and you're giving it a cute name and saying good morning to it. <laughs> and Want some of my coffee? There was he filmed a lot, and then he would just start like going nuts in the woods. Like that's the thing; he was out there for a long time. Then he would film like his nature show, like he was Steve Irwin or some shit. But he was just isolated, so he'd start going nuts, and the camera was his only was like his therapist. So like that's it's just gets better and better. Wow, the crazier he gets. But the whole thing is the bear ate his. He had the lens cap on his camera, like he was just setting it up, uh-huh. and then that's when he got attacked. So there's only audio of it, but they're never going to release it because it's whatever. It's horrific, I guess. I don't know. Huh. But uh, yeah, I'm glad they didn't put it in the movie because like, you kind of like that's the whole thing. Like I want to hear this dude get eaten, but. It would kind of drag on the mood. It's actually a really funny documentary about a crazy guy who gets eaten by a bear. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this dude gets eight. Dude gets eaten by the bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, Red Ruckus, he shot a bear. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... Uh, I guess you got to, or they'll be, like, out of hand, right? Like, isn't that whole thing about hunting is you got to, like, kind of keep populations in control or the bears will eat all the this thing and then it fucks the whole ecosystem up? It's part of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd want to pet the bear. I'd want to make the bear my friend. I would get eaten by the bear. <laughs> That's why you just uh, get the bearskin rug. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's much safer. <laughs> oh, man. Um, when I was uh, when I was growing up, my buddy uh, had a bearskin rug in, in the basement. They had like a fireplace in the basement and uh, and a bearskin rug down there. I remember we used to sleep down there when we were like little kids after after like uh, baseball games and stuff like that. That was my first uh, first time I ever saw a bearskin rug. I was like, this are thing they is like, fucking awesome? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Are they like uh, are they like super soft? Oh yeah, like, is that why? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty soft. So, um, I don't know if Pete did that with his yet or not, or if, uh, if he's got it down at the camp, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That'd, that'd be a pretty goddamn cool thing to have. Yeah, but for it's sure. Like, I, that Timothy Treadwell dude would freak out if he walked in and you did that to one of his friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have to worry about that anymore. No. <laughs> you get a Timothy Treadwell skin rug. <laughs> It'd be more of a bath mat. He was a tiny guy. <laughs> well, of course he was. He's out there living in the wilderness. There's nothing yeah. to eat. Okay, and then the bears right. are eating all the food. Who is the Alexander Supertramp, the end of the wild guy? Oh yeah, yeah. I had always, you know, heard the story. Then they did the movie, and Sean Sean Penn made the movie, and Eddie Vedder did all this cool music for it. Yeah. So that's what I knew, and like we watched the movie, and it's cool. It's all right, movie. The dude did a good job. Yeah. And then he shot a moose, and the moose, the meat went bad, so he didn't get the food. Yep. I was under the impression this dude lived out there for like years. Right. He was out there for about four months, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Once again, didn't really know what the fuck he was doing. No. Like, he kind of had an idea. Like, it didn't go well. And he tried to get back, but the tide came into the river yep. at that time of the year, so he couldn't get back. Right. So I was like, it made me totally change my perception of that whole story. I didn't know he was only out there for four months. I Maybe a little longer, but it wasn't that long. It wasn't years. <laughs> right. You know? But, uh... Wasn't it fucking freezing? How the hell did the meat go back? <laughs> I don't know. It had bugs on it, and he was sad in the movie. That's what yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> he was sad. <laughs> Some people are built for that. 
you know, the wilderness living. Yeah. A little bit, I guess. Yeah. I feel like Red Ruckus could probably make it for a while. Yeah, he would. Yeah, if, it ever, if shit ever goes down, we got to get him. <laughs> get some supplies. <laughs> yep. I got, I mean, dude, you ever met like a doomsday prepper? Like a real hardcore doomsday prepper? No, I've never have. I mean, I know who, what you're talking about, but. You know who I heard talk about it on stage? I didn't hear him. I saw a video of him talking about doomsday prepping on stage. Trey Anastasio. What? Yeah. He was talking at one of his acoustic tours recently. He was talking about how he like does that. And uh, so does Fishman's wife. And they like have like competitions. Like he's talking about like, oh, you got gas masks? Yeah, I got gas masks. And he said like he had like three gas masks, but he has a wife and two daughters. So they're like, oh shit. Like he was making jokes about it. <laughs> so I'm like, but I mean, they have a history <coughs> of like fucking with their audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So he's talking about how like Fishman's wife, like she has a cow. Like if in case everything goes bad, we'll still have dairy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. He could be lying, but I did see that video. <laughs> that's really funny. But yeah, I know people who are like, they got like their bag that's ready to go. Yep. And they got like just a, a cellar full of like pickled shit and canned stuff. Mm-hmm. How's the how's the fifteen year old or uh, the soup that you guys are doing? The two hundred year old soup. That's ah, well, we won't be around for the two hundred year old soup. <laughs> are you still going though? How long's it been? No, it, it, it's 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 only been a few weeks. <laughs> well, we're gonna make a movie about it where it seems like it's been years. <laughs> But then when you read the Wikipedia page, you realize, oh, that soup got eaten by a bear. <laughs> soup got eaten by a bear. Six, Four months in. Yeah. 16 weeks in. <laughs> yeah. Didn't do anything. Yeah. So well, that's a, an ongoing update. That's yeah. a big update. Right. That's what everybody we're going to, it's called a cliffhanger. Tune in next week to find out. If the soup is still there, <laughs> or if some, I just feel like someone's going to throw it away. Someone, <laughs> just like, someone throw away the soup. This has been in here for 15 days. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting. It's frozen, though. Yeah. That's good stuff. All right, man. So, anything uh, else? What else do we got? I don't know. I talked to Hot Dog today. Oh, did you? I did. Hot Dog's going to uh, Bike Week in Daytona. Mm. So, that's exciting news for him. <laughs> is he driving? Uh, he's he's taking his motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him and his wife are riding up on the motorcycle with um, uh, buddy of his. It's his buddy's um, fifty um, second birthday, I think. But um, Bike Week in Daytona just happens to land the same week as um, as uh, his, and his name's Hot Rod too. Hot Rod and Hot Dog. <laughs> hot Rod and Hot Dog are heading up to Daytona for Bike Week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, what? Was he riding a hot rod? Yeah, yeah. Hot rod. <laughs> so, hot, rod uh, hot dog. Yeah. So they're uh, them and the wives are are heading up there, and they're uh, I don't know. I think it's like about it's about five hours on the bike to get there from where they are. And uh, so he's pretty excited about that. That's pretty cool. My yeah. uh, my uncle actually went to. Uh, this is kind of funny. My uncle went to Sturgis uh, about. I've heard stories four or five years ago. Um, my uncle's got a nice Harley, and uh, my uncle is he's he's a reg- like a relatively large man. You know, he's probably I don't know six two six three. Blonde hair, handlebar mustache. So. And he always wears a bandana. Uh, 
So he's he's there. He's got all these pictures of him with all these chicks with their tits out because they all thought he was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> they, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm like, how'd you get all these pictures with these girls with the tits? He's like, they thought I was Hulk Hogan. I was like, That's oh my God, so I can totally perfect. see it. I never thought about it before. What a perfect crime. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of places that would work that works perfectly there. Right. And you go into it. Yeah. Show me your tits, brother. <laughs> show, show me your tits, brother. <laughs> That's the, the ones I wanted to see. Do the ear thing. Yeah. <laughs> Held it up to his ear. Yep. That's so great. I know. That <laughs> was Hulk Hogan. What a guy. What a- that's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> I was like, how the hell did you... Why is every picture like you and two chicks with their tits out? Yeah. They thought I was Hulk Hogan. That's <laughs> so goddamn funny. I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Show me them titties, brother. <laughs> He's like... And his wife is like, it was so fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> My uncle's wife. She's like, so then it just became a thing. Like, you know, we were like, all right, you want to pull your tits out for a picture with the Hulk? <laughs> yeah, with the Hulkster? <laughs> you know? Hulkamania. I mean, yeah, then it's just you go far into it. You can't get out. You're in character now. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was a good one. I, I really, uh, I, I really, uh, I forgot about that. It, this it was a couple years ago that he showed me all these pictures and stuff on his phone. And I'm just like, every girl's got her tits out. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> like, is that just a bike week thing? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. But if it's not a bike week thing, it, it's, a, it's a Hulkamania thing. You look like a Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah. You ever go to restaurants? They're like, oh, right this way, sir. It's a great table. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say... I wasn't Hulk Hogan. <laughs> exactly. You know, you guys just assumed. Like, who else looks like that? <laughs> yeah, so that was really so fucking funny. funny. I thought I was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Harden. <laughs> Hulk Harden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my uncle. That's really funny, man. All right. Shout outs, Hulk Hogan. Shout outs, Timothy Th- Treadwell. <laughs> uh, shout out to Cock Cage Guy You're really the star of the show tonight Yeah for sure That's great Yep. If we have the MVP we should do that Like at the end of a hockey game How they have the guys come out skater on center ice Oh yeah we'll yeah. give our three stars out Yeah our three stars Yeah. <laughs> so it's the, not Hulk Hogan But your uncle who looks like Hulk Hogan <laughs> So everybody in the stands is like Is that Hulk Hogan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They're clap like you get the confused yeah. laugh. Uh, I can't. Is it? I think. I think we're I supposed think to clap. So. He looks a little different, not on TV. <clears throat> yeah, and then Timothy Treadwell. It's just be like you just put uh, some bear shit out on skates because that's what he is now, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then the cock cage guy. And cock cage, our first star of the evening. Yeah, really MVP. He is the Gretzky of this podcast. He is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Captain's Jug of Thoughts. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Watch the videos. Share them. Put them on your Facebooks. Yep. Um, Get us out there, guys. Yeah. All right. Have a good night. Hot dog. Hot dog. You've been listening to the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. A production of Thermopolis Media.